Living Water Radio. Leaven rhymes with heaven. Yet, would it surprise you to know that most of what the Bible says about leaven, as a metaphor, is bad? Today we're going to look at why Jesus spoke about being leaven as a good thing. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Leaven is the key element in one of Jesus' shortest parables recorded in Matthew 13, 33. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Baking bread was one of the most common activities of the ancient world and for most of human history. It has become a popular hobby during the pandemic. The kingdom of heaven is wherever God reigns, and Jesus said that it's like yeast, a small amount of which leavens the much greater whole. Leaven is what makes bread rise. But yeast is just one type of leaven. There are other leavening agents that are chemical, like baking soda, baking powder, and even potash. And there are leavening agents that are natural, like yeast, beer, yogurt, and buttermilk. Did you ever wonder why Jesus ate unleavened bread at his last supper? I think it's interesting that leaven only gets one completely positive treatment when it's used as a metaphor in the Bible, and That's in the quote from Jesus that we just read. That and its parallel in Luke 13, 20-21. Everywhere else, leaven was regarded as a form of corruption. It was sometimes used as a metaphor for sin. The story of Jesus' death happens near the beginning of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, also known as Passover. In Jesus' day, one crop followed another, and there was a desire to keep the new crop from being contaminated by the old one. Likewise, some bread dough was allowed to ferment to produce leaven for the next loaf, and there was a desire to keep the new bread from being contaminated by the old bread. During the festival of unleavened bread, everyone took a break from the leaven of the old bread, and all leaven was to be removed from the house in order to start over. Paul uses this metaphor for sin and forgiveness in the life of a Christian, for blatant and unrepentant sinners in the life of the Christian community, and for the forgiveness that follows repentance in 1 Corinthians 5, starting with the sixth verse. Your boasting is not a good thing. Do you not know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Clean out the old yeast so that you may be a new batch, as you really are unleavened. For our Paschal Lamb Christ has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast not with the old yeast, the yeast of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Forgiveness is the end of the old life and the beginning of a new start. 
The Christian, then, must struggle to be who they are, put right with God by God's gift, to avoid the contaminants of the old life, including the old bad influences. Leaven can cease to do its job. It can become corrupted, and it can cease to be active. That is, it will cease to be alive. It will die after a certain amount of time, and that time will be shortened if it's not cared for properly. God will never abandon us, but we can cease to be what we are in Jesus Christ, and then we die. God will never let us go, and calls us again to repentance and new life by the Holy Spirit, the streams of living water that is within us. Leaven can only do its job if it continues to be leaven, for good or for evil. But if it is what it is, it only takes a little to influence the whole loaf. I baked a couple of loaves of bread the other day. I used a little over three measures, or cups, of flour, some water, and coarse kosher salt, and just a little bit of leaven. That little bit of leaven made the loaves rise. We are the people of God, the church, the body of Christ at work in the world. We don't have to be many to be ambassadors of the reign of God in the lives of people or of countries or of the whole world. We only have to live as the new creation God has made us to be with Christian integrity and character, that is, to live by faith in the transformational power of the Holy Spirit, God's ongoing personal presence in the world. God brings God's reign and God's grace to the world through us, the people of God, through new lives in the Holy Spirit, by being who we are. Open your heart. Confess your sin and receive the forgiveness of Jesus Christ today. God accepts you as you are, but God won't leave you as you are. Walk in newness of life. Be the leaven, the little bit that makes the world rise up and greet the one true living God as the church, the body of Christ, in the reign of God. Today, let's remember to pray for those who seek to derail the efforts of people of goodwill, that their hearts may turn from destruction and toward the building up of all people. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. 
Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.